This is Gemara Yevamas Daf Lamid Hey. And in today's year has been sponsored by a close friend of the Daf who's been together with us, I think almost from the beginning. Lizekhar Nishmas, his mother's yard site, which is going to be tomorrow in Yudal of Nisan. The learning of the entire Chabura should be an incredible schos ilin neshama. For Miriam Bas Eliezer Akoye Nemir Sashem, the learning of the entire Chabura of Talmatirik and Eged Gulam should bring Miriam Bas Eliezer Akoye's neshama to an higher and higher place in Gan Eden Shalmailo. Learning should bring an incredible schos Yeshuais and Shadochim for Yisrael Chaim and Devarot Amersiba Bas Parorach Hashem and Lebizava Vivadelishem and Chaya Bluma Yudis Bas Sima Malka as well as those schos for Hashem of Shol Yisrael and your Fedish Mob and Tilim Dalzim Echlez and Acham Bas Yibas or Blumas Bindol Chaim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka Moshe Ben Beila Chaim Moshe Yeshua Ben Malka Excuse me Bas Sheva Feigu Bas Shirachana Ve'Soyr Shair. We're picking it up on the bottom of We are four lines from the wide lines. The first word line is Amar Shmuel, six lines from the bottom of the Amar. This goes back to the dinner of the Mishnah, in which the Mishnah taught us a case where Reuven and Shimon married the wrong wives, and the Mishnah said, what do they have to do? They have to wait three months in order to make sure that the woman in which they were with did not become pregnant. Yesterday we dealt with the fact, wait, they're only together one time, you should not be able to have a child in that first act of intercourse, in which the Gemara answered, no, they could be there together multiple times. And we got into a lengthy discussion whether this rule is true, and we learned a very important rule that it has to do with Dan Besulim, that if a woman has Dan Besulim, that's when Anisha Misabaris would be a Rishayna, but if not, then then she could become uh, then she could become pregnant. Says the Gemara, Omar Shmuel, and all of them, not only the cases in our Mishnah, we're going to get to Mir Tashem in about a week's time, on Daf, on Daf Mem Aleph, we're going to discuss um, anytime a woman gets divorced, anytime a woman's husband dies, she can't get remarried for three months. Says Shmuel, cool on all these women, before getting remarried, Except for a girl who became a gare, or a girl that was a slave and was freed, both when they were a katana. So if a girl becomes a geoyres as a katana, or it's freed from being a slave as a katana, then she is allowed to get remarried right away. She does not have to wait three months. Explains the Gemara. Based on the din of Shmuel, what do we see? Let's say it wasn't a geoyres, it wasn't an shivchan eved, but rather it was a regular Bas Yisrael that is a kitana, and her husband dies, or she gets divorced, then it seems like she has to wait three months. Explains the Gemara, what's this case going to be of a kitana that's going to require to be waiting three months before getting remarried? Ubimai, ibimion, if you're going to tell me that she was a kitana. Kedushan of a kitana, she let us walk out of the marriage and do mion. Farmer Shmuel de Shmuel holds that such a girl does not have to wait three months if she does Mean. Two lines on the bottom. And if you're going to tell me the case is that she got that she got divorced, she received a get from her Shmuel, Chadas in the Shmuel already told us that her Shmuel, Mianaboy, in the Srikhalantig Machadashim, Nosla get, Srikhalantig Machadashim. We already know that din of Shmuel. So I explains the Gemara, so what must the din of Shmuel be, in which he's telling us that only a Giyiris and a Mishachreres, a woman that becomes a Jew or gets freed as a Kitana, then they do not have to wait three months, but a regular Kitana would 
yes. What must the case be? Ella business. The case must be talking about a woman who was Mizan. As we turn over to Lamed Hey Omer Aleph, Vegazur Abana Gedana Misham Gedayla. And the reason in which she's gonna have to wait, as the Tabrashis points out, is that she is a regular Jew. So they have a Gezira because of a Gedayla. But Rashi says by Giyiras, there's gonna be no Gezira. Why not? Because it is not common. And that Rashi, those two words of Leishchicha, which of course that is the general rule that we don't make Gezira's Rabbanon. In cases that are not common, are important rules, because we're about to see a bit of a lengthy discussion where this Gezira will apply and where this Gezira will not apply. Says the Gemara, Migaz Rinon, and do we make a Gezira Gitana Mishim Gitaylo? Do we make such a decree about Tanam in the Mishnah? We learned in a Mishnah two days ago that if they were Kitan, so we're not able to have children, Machzir and Isamiyad, they'll have to get remarried right away. In our case of the husbands who marry the wrong wives, if the wives were Kitano, said that Mishnah, boom, get right away remarried, don't have to wait three months. I, what happened to the Gezeira, that we should make Gezeira of a Kitano after a Gedailah? Amarav Gedailah, Amarav, Hirashah, Isam. That Mishnah was special. Explains the Gemara, really? If you're telling me it was a one-time dispensation, a one-time rule that could get remarried, sounds like it was a real story. It was a story that the Mishnah said, okay, in this case, get remarried. But ask the Gemara, what do you mean? As Rashi points out, three lines on the top, Excuse me, no, I read the wrong Rashi. Let's go back. Let's undo that. Says Rashi, two lines at the top. That the case happened. The words of the Mishnah don't seem that it was an actual story. Said two people that get married. Sounds like any time it could happen. Not that there was one specific instance. Explains the Gemara. No, the Mishnah mean is like a special rule. Because such a case like our Mishnah is not a normal case. It's not normal for Ruvain to do Kedusha to Rachel, Shimon, to Leia, and then when it comes to Nisu and Kenizaz to marry the wrong girl because it's not normal. That's why there's no Xir in the Mishnah. So the Gemara is sticking to the guns that really in a regular case of a Katana, she would yes have to wait three months. Why? Gzira. But our Mishnah is different because the Mishnah of marrying the wrong woman is quite an uncommon scenario. Lishna Achrina says the Gemara, another Lashayim, had to learn this din of Shmuel. Amrle, Amrle, they, Lishna Achrina, Amrle, Amr Shmuel, Kulan Srikhazantim, Shlisha Chadashim, Chutz, Miyarish Mishraz, Gidayla. In this case, Shmuel says, you know who doesn't have to wait three months? Either a Giyaris or a woman that becomes freed, even when she's a Gidayla. Aval Kitana, Bas Yisrael, in the Sikhlan, the Gimel Chadashim. But the inference is, a Kitana will never have to wait three months. Explains the Gemara again. Bimai, what's the case? E Bimion, Amr Shmuel, Chadazimna. We already knew this thing that a Kitana that does mean does not have to wait three months. E 
beget But Shmuel taught us that if a woman, a Gedana, gets a get, she has to wait three months. And you're telling me a Gedana never has to wait. So what is this din of Shmuel? Explains the Gemara, that's when she will not have to wait three months. And because it's not coming, therefore there's no Gezeira. Zinos, excuse me, therefore it's not common to have a case of Zinos, and therefore there is no Gezira of such a Ketana that she has to wait three months. Ask the Gemara one second. If there's a case of a woman who becomes a Ger, or a woman that gets freed, even when she's a Gedaila, they certainly are common to have Zinos, because she was a guy last week. She was in a Shibcha last week. Very common to have Zinos. So therefore, Ligzar, we should, yes, make a Gzeira that they have to wait three months. So why, according to this Lush and Ishmael teaching us, they do not? Explains the Gemara. This is a case in which, uh, that we will get to in Ksubis. If we have a Gairis or Shvu or Shivcha that became redeemed, that became a Ger or became freed, what's the Halacha says the Braise? Like we just suggested. Why? Because the shchichi bohu zinos, therefore they have to wait three months. Make sure they're not pregnant. But Rav Yosi matil yaris zinos and miyad. Rav Yosi disagrees, and Rav Yosi says there's no such a gzira on them, and they're allowed to get married right away. So our din of Shmuel is going with Rav Yosi. They're allowing them to get remarried right away, even though it's shchichi bohu zinos. They're still allowed to get married right away. But now the Gemara wants to know what is the sheet of Rav Yosi? Why exactly are we allowing them to get married right away if shchichi bohu zinos? This is a discussion that we'll deal with extensively in Mertesham. In the Gemara in Ksubis, says Rabbi, where did Rabbi Yaisi come from? Explains the Gemara. Says the Gemara, no, anytime a woman is Mizanish, she doesn't want to have a child from a Maisa Zinos. She, therefore, what does she do? She is mezana b'moich. She puts a pad or something inside of her in order to absorb whatever the zera comes in, so she doesn't become pregnant. And that's why Rav Yezi says she doesn't have to wait three months because we know she's not going to become pregnant because she's mezana b'moich. I understand. There's a guy. She's planning on becoming a yid. So her, when she is mezanek, since she knows she's going to become a yid, therefore, what does she do? She guards herself. She knows that she doesn't want to have a child right now. She's about to become a yid. That makes sense. A woman who's captured, a woman who's a maid servant as well, she also makes sense that she'll do such a thing. Why? Because why? Because she hears from her master that she's going to be redeemed, she's going to be freed very soon. And therefore, Mintra and Avshayu, and therefore she protects herself, and therefore she makes sure, she makes sure, even though she might be Mizana, we're not saying she won't be Mizana, she'll be Mizana, but she'll be careful, she doesn't want to have a child right now. But there are other cases in which a slave goes free, if the master knocks at her tooth, they're right. 
So in those cases, ask the Gemara, how could Rabbi Yossi say a rule that any time a woman, a maid servant is freed, is emancipated in any of these cases, you don't have to wait three months. Why? She's not necessarily going to be Mishnah Neshes Ben She wasn't anticipating her freedom. Maybe you'll suggest as the Gemara called Maybe Rabbi Yossi will admit in any case where it's Mimela, it's not planned, like a case of Shane and Ayi and Rabbi Yossi, so you're right. In those cases, you should wait three months. But it's not true. We learned in a Mishnah. Nusam Afutas, Richland, to give a Chadash to Rabbi Yossi. Then Rabbi Yossi, Matali Arzun, Asimiyad. Rabbi Yossi says, even in Anusa, which certainly wasn't planned, no woman plans on getting raped, plans on someone forcefully violating her. Therefore, and yet Rabbi Yossi says she can get married right away. Why? What happened to the press of Avchana? Avchana is that time that you have to wait the three months to make sure that she's not pregnant. Elamar Abayi explains Abayi Shemizaneh Misapechesh Loitisader. Saber says Abayi, even when it's unplanned, even when one is unfortunately ma'anist, one is a slave and she has no reason of thinking she's going to be freed. The next day happens to be the master knocked at her eye in her tooth. Still, Rabbi Yaisi holds his no concern to have a baby. Why not? Because after the Tashmish, you know what she does after this? No, she's Misapecha, she turns over, she lets all the Zerah come out of her because she does not want to have a baby. So even if it was unplanned, she did not necessarily have this mic with her, she did not necessarily have the birth control with her, still she makes sure to do something that she does not become pregnant. Ve'edach, says Gmar, beautiful Svara. So what about those who argue in Rabbi Yaisi? Rabbi Yehuda explains the Gemara, he's nervous, maybe she didn't turn herself over, maybe she didn't clean herself out 100%. And that's where Rabbi Yehuda requires her to wait the three months. And we conclude the Barak, the Mishnah said, the Mishnah concluded, that if they were daughters of Kohanim, then, and this is the case again, that Reuben married Shimon's wife and Shimon married Reuben's wife. Then what happens? Their apostle from Kahuna explains. Ask the Gemara. Kahana is in Yisraelis life. It sounds like from the Mishnah only daughters of Kahana are apostle, but not daughters of Yisraelim. But ask the Gemara. Why is that true? Even a daughter of Yisrael, of Yisrael if they're going to marry a Kohen, they should also be apostle from this Maizazunos. Ema explains the Gemara. Mayanishekayhanim. Say it means it means if they were wives of Kayhanim, then they're usher to their husbands from the fact that they were Mazana. Explains the Gemara again, But if they were married to Yisrael, not taught us the following. And we went and we looked into it from our Mishnah. A wife of a Yisrael that is Ma'anis, that so unfortunately violates her. It's true, the din of Asr Labal and Asr Labayel is only when it's a consensual act. And here it was not, therefore she's Mutaris Labayla, but Sula Lakuna. The Psultakuna has nothing to do with whether it was, there was consent or not. The Psultakuna, of course, she was Mizane. So even if it's a woman who's married to Israel, she still should be Asr to Kain. Amar Rabbi Yerai, Tachikamar, Amaya Kaihanais, Nisuais, Li Israel. There were daughters of Kahana married to Israelim, then what is possible? Nifsumanat Truma Nevena Shayu. They're possible for meeting Truma from their father's household, which normally they're allowed to, but here because they are Mazana, they are not going to be allowed to. Hadron Aloch Arbo Achen. We have to do an incredible Chazara of 
This parak, this third parak of Yuvamis, Arbo Achin, a long and lengthy, perhaps at times a very difficult parak, as is true with much of Yuvamis. But let's begin the next parak, or the fourth parak, Bisiato Dishmayo. Says the Mishnah HaChoyleit Liyavimtoi, Benimsa Mubarez Viyalda. Now, this really is a direct continuation of the previous parak. We just finished discussing this process, this time that you have to wait in order to ensure a woman is not pregnant. And now we have another halacha. We know that Yibam, Chalitza, all the way back from Dafbis, only is applicable when when the brother dies without a child. <laughs> That's the Aleph base of all Yibam and Chalitza. If a brother dies with a child, of course there's no Yibam and Chalitza. So generally, what do you have to do? After the brother dies, you have to wait three months. You have to wait three months to ensure that his wife or any of the the, any of the wives, I should say, are not pregnant. Because if one of them were to have a child, there's no yibum, there's no chalitza. And let's just point out, if they were to do chalitza, no, no, what did you do already? Tied on a shoe, you spit, no big deal. But if you do yibum, that's a very big deal. Because if one does yibum to a woman in which has a child, there was no chi of yibum. When there's no chi of yibum, that's it is a daraisa. That's isha's ach, that's your brother's wife. You're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. We spoke out all the way back in the beginning of the Mizakta. It's a special chiddish of yibam that allows one to marry the Ishazach. But if there's no yibam because there's a child, of course it's forbidden. So generally you have to wait three months. But what happens, our parak begins with a discussion. What if you did not wait the requisite three months? Ha, the If someone does chalitza to the yibam of an mubaris, and after the chalitza finds out that she is indeed pregnant of a yoda, and indeed she gives birth, and the child that she gives birth to is a good, viable child. Which means what? There was no chi of Yibam, there was no chi of Chalitza. And therefore, the Chalitza was nothing. But if there's no chi of Chalitza and Yibam, there's another din. Mutares bikrav aisel, vi mutares bikrav hav. Normally, when they do Chalitza, when Reuven does Chalitza to Rachel, now he severs himself from Rachel. He can marry anyone else, but he's usher to Rachel's immediate relatives. He's usher to Rachel's immediate relatives like a Grush. So says the Mishnah, but if she were to have a child, and there was really no chalitza, so what did Reuven do to Rachel? Nothing. He put on a shoe and he spit. Nothing was really done. Therefore, there's not going to be that iser. He's mutter to relatives and she's mutter to his relatives. And similarly, generally a chalitza, a woman who has chalitza's usher to marry a kain, here she's mutter to marry a kain. But let's say she's pregnant, and the child that gives birth is not a viable child. Either it dies within 30 days, or it's an afel, it's a miscarriage. What's the halacha? That child has a halachic status of not a child. Then the chalitza was a full-fledged chalitza, and therefore what? He is also to her relatives, and she is also to his relatives. Ubaslam and Akuna is a psalkuna. Case A of the Mishnah of Chalitza. Case B of the Mishnah. Hakoine says Yavim Toi. Someone doesn't wait the three months, and he marries the Yavama. He does a Maisatashmish, he does a Maisigibum. And then, unfortunately, even him Samuber is the old And she's pregnant, and she gives birth from the first husband. Who's a good child? What does that mean? That means that this man just slept with his Ashes Ach, with his brother's wife. Life, which is forbidden to him. Yoitzi must divorce her. And the Chayavin Karban, he has to bring a Karban. Why? Because he just did a dreadful Avera. Vivein Vilachel Kayama. Of let's say the child was not a good child. Bini, not, not a good child, excuse me. The child was not a viable child. Who's a Nafel. Then Yekayim. 
then the Yibam is a good Maisa Yibam, they stay married. And that is the case of Yibam. And the Mishnah concludes, Suffolk, Bantasha, Larisha, Suffolk, and Shivla Achrain. The child's born, and you don't know whose child it is. Why? Because the child is born after seven months after the Yibam. So maybe it's a nine month baby from the first brother, maybe it's a seven month baby of the second brother. You do not know. What's the halacha? Yates, they must get divorced. But, Vavalad, Kosher, the child, the Kosher, Chava, Chavan, Bash, and Talui. But they have to bring a Karbanash of Talui, which anytime you're not sure if there's an Avera, that's what you bring. So says the Gemara, Itmar, we learned that if someone performs chalitza, which really is the case almost of our Mishnah, and the woman was pregnant, and she miscarried, what is the halacha in such a case? Is chalitza to a pregnant woman a good chalitza or not? Says the Gemara to Machlekes, Rav Yechlan and Rish Lakish. Rav Yechlan chalitza menachem. She does not need a new chalitza from the brothers. Why? Because the fact that she was pregnant is irrelevant because it ended up in a miscarriage. And therefore, the chalitza was a good chalitza. Rish Lakish, chalitza menachem. She still needs chalitza. And the Gemara explains, Rav Yechlan, Amar Yitzhi chalitza menachem. Why chalitza mubarish machalitza? And similarly, if someone would sleep with a Mubaris, as someone would do a Maise Yibam, that also would be a good Maise Yibam. No, you need a new Chalitza. Chalitza Mubaris, Loishma Chalitza, Bias Mubaris, Loishma. Says the Gemara, what is this? What's at the crux? What are they arguing about? Two ways of learning. Either you can tell me that they're arguing misvara logic. What would happen? Let's say right before they got together. say, By the way, this woman's pregnant, but by the way, the child's nothing. She's going to miscarriage. Me? He says, would you tell me you can't do Yibam Chalitza? El Yohanavi told you that there's no baby, that it's an Eifel. Of course you could. Hashanami took the Milsa Mafreya. So too you can do it now, because Megala Milsa Mafreya, retroactively you know that the baby was nothing. We don't say such a thing. We don't go with El Yohanavi. We don't go with retroactive clarifications. Lamaisa, she's pregnant. Lamaisa, the Chalitza. Says nothing. That's the first way of learning. The second way of learning is apostolic. It says, When is there Yibam and Chalitza when there's no child? Says, Was there a child? No, it was an Eiffel. Beautiful. You have to look into it. So before we go into the questions back and forth of Rav Yechon and Rishlakish, let's just see the. Uh, is here played out. Okay, this is explaining, uh, the dinam and the Mishnah very, very nicely of always, as always. Um, here you see another, the second dinam of the Mishnah. And here we have it. It's Marachalis Mubaris Vepila Ravichra. It says, Ain't no Yitzvi Chalitza Menachem. Cause it's a good Chalitza. It could be a Rishlaki says, You need a Chalitza. Why? Because Chalitza and Bia Mubaris is not a good Chalitza. And the Gemara just explained to us his two Sibas, two reasons for their Machlaikas. Either it's a Svara or it's a Pasik. Either it's a Svara, the Rabbi Yechman says, Megala Milslamafreya. We realize that she was not quote unquote really pregnant. She was pregnant, but there was no baby. And therefore the Yiva Chalitza is good. Or she has no child. Rabbi Yechman, Rishlaki says, no, we don't look retroactively. And what's Ubeni Eloi? It's not Lemaisa, does she have a child is Ben love. Look into her. It's a different day in which we have seen. So let's begin the Gemara 
in which we're going to have a classical game of Gemara ping pong between Rav Yechel and Rishlakish as they go back and forth asking Gashas. And of course, the, the crux is going to be our Mishnah, whether our Mishnah could be a Raya or not. So Ace were four lines on the wide lines of Yechel and Rishlakish. So Rishlakish that said, be a Chalitza. And Yibam Mubaras is nothing, is asked by Rabbi Yechlan. What did our Mishnah say? The first part of the Mishnah said that if the child is not viable, who also be The also be If the child is not viable, then what happens? Then the Yavam is usher to relatives, because that means that the Chalitza was a good Chalitza, and the Alacha is that when you do Chalitza, you're not allowed to marry the relatives. Ubasla minakuna. So says Rav Yechlam, Bishlam lididida mina Chalitza mubaris ma Chalitza. I hold that when you do Chalitza to mubaris, it's a good Chalitza. It makes sense. Mushamachi basla. I understand why she's basla to kuna, because they did a Chalitza. I, the Chalitza was done while she was pregnant. Who cares? I hold it's a good Chalitza. But according to Yuri Shlakish, the Amr Chalitza Mubaris Lishma Chalitza. Yuri Shlakish holds that the Chalitza of a pregnant woman is nothing. I might bust them in a kuna. Why, when we see that the child is not a viable child, does she bust them from kuna? Amr Leh, Shlakish answers, Midra Banan, Lucham Rabama. Really, says Rishlakish, you're right, she's not bust from kuna. The pass is from kuna, says Rishlakish, is a Dindra Banan, and it's a Chomra. Another way of learning, the exact opposite. Now Rish Lakish is going to bring the exact same raya to Rav Yechlan, the exact opposite. What did the Mishnah say if the Vlad is not viable? It's not a good Chalitza. That's the wording of the Mishnah. She is possible, which Rish Lakish says means what? Why did the Mishnah, according to your Yechelen, say something else? Why did the Mishnah hone in on the fact you don't need a subsequent Chalitza from the brothers? Why did it say Apostle? Says Rishlakish, you know why? Because it's teaching me a Dindar Abanon. It's not like you, Rabbi Yechelen. El Dida, according to your Rabbi Yechelen, it's Chalitza Menachem, the Mishnah should have honed in on the detail that you don't need Chalitza. Amar Lei, Rabbi Yechelen, responds, Enochanami. Really, that's what the Mishnah meant, you don't need Chalitza. I Tani Reisha, Loi Pasla, Tani Seifa, Pasla. Okay, a classical giving take. And one more for today, Eisei, Rabbi Yechelen, Reish Lakish. Again, Rabbi Yechelen, Reish Lakish. The Mishnah continues, Enochanami, Shalkeyama, Yekayim. If the child's not a good child, and they did yibum, they're allowed to stay married. Says Rav Yechon, Bish, on Lady Dida, I mean, the Chalitz Mubarish Machalitza, Bia Mubarish Mabia. I hold that even though she was pregnant, the act of Bia, the act of yibum works. Mishamachi Kedani Yikai might make sense. They can stay married when we realize that there was no baby. According to you, reach luggage that says that the act of intercourse does not work when she is pregnant in order to affect the yibum. Yach Zerva Yibal. The Mishnah should have said, you have to do another bia. Why did the Mishnah say Yikayim stay married? No! It should say that you have to have another act of intercourse. You have to do bia. You have to do Yibam now. Explains him. You know what Yekayim in the Mishnah means? That is what the Mishnah means to teach us. The Mishnah means to teach us. 
that they have to be together again. Yachsev Yivol V'yikayim, the law Isagi, it's not enough if they're not together. Igedi Ami, the Gemara flips it one more time. Isirish Lagis or Rabbi Yechlan. Ain of Lachal Kayam Yikayim, they say married. Finish some Lididi says, Rish Lagis Damina Chalitza Ubers Loshima Chalitza Bium Ubers Loshima Bio. I hold that the act of Bio was nothing. I knew they done Yikayim, they can stay married. What does it mean? Yikayim says, Rish Lagis. Yachsev Yivol V'yikayim, the law Isagi, Blavach, they have to be together again to stay married. El Didach, according to you, Rabbi Yechlan, Ratza Yaiti, Ratza Yikayim, According to you, Rachel, Rabbi Yechlan, you know what the Mishnah should have said? The Mishnah should have said, if he wants, he could give her a cat. If he wants, he can stay married. Why did it say Yikayim? Explains Rabbi Yechlan again, Eina Chanami, Yitan Risha, Yitan Inami, Seifa, Yikayim, 